You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleague Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 638, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us will be glad to help. Just text us. We've got Vicki, Sarah, and myself, Stephanie, at the phone number 636-395-0544, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact us today. So all I can say is wow, you guys, because every week I think there won't be that much news. There's been so much news lately, there's not gonna be, and I remember last year at this time during the pandemic, we were like scrambling for news. We were making our own news. <laughs> we were mm-hmm. creating things to do to, to keep the listeners um, interested in what we had to say. And now I feel like the, all we do is report something else new. So we're gonna it's kick it true. off. Yeah. It was like, yeah. okay, and it's everything's still closed. And there's no update on when it will open. <laughs> but yes. here's some items on Shop Disney. <laughs> like, it was hard. Yeah, well, they were actually open by this time for like 11 days or something, or a little bit over 11 days last year at this time. So yes. everything was fairly new. We were just starting to get some news, but I just think lately all we, it's like news, 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 which is good. I mean, that's what we want to talk about, but kind of crazy sometimes so a lot of things are coming back at Walt Disney World and some uh are are back I should say and some are coming back soon so the dressing rooms at stores have reopened for people to try on items before they buy them which is huge because uh everything I don't know if you guys have the same issue because you're both kind of tiny but it seems like every company doesn't make things the same way and so you have to try it on to make sure if you need this size or this size and that was kind of frustrating the only good thing is you can return it however that's always frustrating too you don't Mm want to have to return things if you don't have to so dressing rooms are reopened that's good news dinosaur gertie's ice cream in hollywood studios has reopened which i don't think i've ever gotten ice cream there have you guys i have not but you know me, I'm not a sweets person. I like the savory Savory, thing. yes. So it's not something I would go for anyway. The 50th anniversary medallion was added to the front of Cinderella's castle. It looks amazing. If you have not seen it, I would encourage you to go to Google and just Google it because it looks pretty cool. And the Contemporary Resort has removed their exterior tarps and the guest check-in desk has been moved to the second floor during the refurbishment. So... Lots of changes going on, lots of things coming back, lots of things going away. So the clock on the Magic Kingdom can now be seen when you're coming from like buses and boats and the monorail. But that is the only thing that they removed the scrim from. 
on Magic Kingdom train station, which makes me wonder when is the rest of that scrim coming off? Are they going to maybe really they'll wait? work their way down? I don't know. Reveal or a little bit at a time. <laughs> are they just going to let us wait till October first and then ta-da? Then we get to see all of it. Uh, who knows? Maybe it Maybe. just slips down, you know? <laughs> so, like, the wind blew, and they're like, oh, rats. Oh, it kind of looks cute. Let's leave it. Maybe they it want you nice. to know what time it is. Yeah, well, that's important, too. You're right. <laughs> oh, funny. All right, so we've been talking about these 50 gold Disney statues that are going to be placed throughout the four parks in celebration of the 50th. I'm super excited to try to find all 50 of them. Um, Vicki, will that be something you're doing as well while you're there in October? That's what I would like to do, yes. Checklist, write them all down and see if we get them. Well, Disney decided that they don't want these statues to shine better than the partner statue that stands directly in front of the castle. So that statue that we're talking about is the iconic statue where you've got Walt and Mickey holding hands. And it is such a like, a, a picture perfect moment. You just every I don't every single time I go, I take a picture of it. It just it makes me smile. But over time, it has kind of weathered a little bit, and so they decided that it's going to get a makeover, which is super exciting. Um, but it is being done in stages. So if you see it now, don't think, hmm, they did a horrible job. This is not <laughs> the makeover I was expecting in my head slowly they will be adding and, and doing refurbishments to this. So right now it has like this matte kind of finish to it. It's just, it's a process guys, trust the process. <laughs> they will get it to where it needs to be to look nice and fresh for October 1st um, for the 50th. Super exciting. That's fun. Yeah, I love, I don't know if y'all ever see the videos. They especially come up on my Facebook feed of things being restored. Um, this is a little dark, but especially gravestones, like really old ones, and right. they'll do things, and I don't know what they spray on it, but they kind of scrub it, and then they spray it, and all this dirt just streams off of it, and they're so fun to watch, and a good way to waste your time, or, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I'm curious about the process here, and what they apply to the statue to make it come out of you know whatever it's been under because i can only imagine with all the people that come through the parks and being outdoors it's just got to be covered in stuff well, gunk and grime and they're everything. so private about everything like you know they always hide everything they're doing so i thought that they were putting a sign out so the people didn't freak out because the statue was missing. But no, it's staying there the whole time. So I guess just at night after the park closes, they do a little bit every night because it's not they moving anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was crazy because I was like, hey, wait, the statue's still there. I thought they were telling us, please excuse the partner statue. Um, it's being worked on because it's not there. But no, it was there. I think they would, they know better than to take that statue. Yeah because that's one of the other be like i mean how frustrated were people when they had to cover the castle true and like oh my gosh i'm supposed to get a picture of the castle i don't want a picture of this this big old scrim so i that's something small enough that can be done in small steps overnight so i think they're like well we're gonna leave it there just and just work overnight way. good plan it probably weighs a ton too yeah it <laughs> might, and you might not really be able to 
remove it. I don't Maybe know. Maybe not. Okay, so I have some mixed feelings about what I'm about to share with you. So I'm interested to see how you la ladies feel okay. and think on this subject. Epcot Forever will be having its last showing on September 28th, and I kind of could care less about that one. <laughs> but <laughs> Happily Ever After is going to have its last showing on September 29th. I think people thought that this was going to go away for the 50th and then come back, but no, people, it's not coming back after the 50th. So if you're going to be at Epcot or the Magic Kingdom before these dates, you might want to catch these shows one last time. So on October 1st, Epcot will premiere the amazing nighttime show Harmonious. I am excited about seeing this. Um, I'm ready. I will be ready to pass judgment on the giant barges. Yes. Um, so we've been hearing about this for a long time. Also on October 1st, the Magic Kingdom will premiere their new nighttime show, Disney Enchantment. This is for the 50th anniversary. So like I said, you know, while we thought this was only going to be for the 50th celebration, and that Happily Ever After would return after the 18 months, Disney made it clear that this is it for Happily Ever After. So luckily, if you're missing it, there's a lot of videos on YouTube. You can catch it and watch Tinkerbell fly. I really hope Tinkerbell is part of the Enchantment show. That would break my heart. Um, so I'm just going to have to put all my faith and trust and hope in the fact that Disney will amaze us like they always do with the nighttime show and this leads me to wonder will Enchantment stick around for just the 50th or will it go longer will there be another show after the 18 months I don't know I do I know what you're saying Sarah because I remember when they said that they were bringing happily ever after and we were getting rid of wishes and I remember Nick and I just we listened to the song two or three times. We're like, well, it could be a little catchy, but we're not sure this is a good idea. And then it be became favorite to people right away. And it was fine. Well, it's how just long did Wishes run? I want to say eight or 10 years. I want to yeah. say. Happily Ever After hasn't been around that long. Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I want more time with it. But I think that they're really trying to keep up with the new movies that they're showing and just everything just trying to keep more fresh mm. Lost in Heaven. I don't know that for sure I'm just speculating yeah. but I just remember being the same way as you are I'm not saying that I won't miss Happily Ever After but I remember Nick and I we probably spent 20 minutes one episode just talking about how can they take wishes away that just seems so wrong wishes goes with Cinderella and, <laughs> and so um Hopefully it will be this amazing show. And maybe, you know, look what happened with the noodles at Ohana. Maybe they'll bring it back because so many people were upset. Change is hard. <laughs> it is. Um, I'm just looking at the availability calendar for reservations because with this announcement, I expect that pretty quickly that last week in September is going to fill. Like oh, I, bet so. I can only imagine that people want to be there for the 28th for the very last show of Epcot and at, at Epcot. And then on the 29th, they're going to magic kingdom will be full very, very quickly. 
because people want to see the last showing of Happily Ever After. And then you can just stay. And on the first, you're not going to be able to get into Magic Kingdom yet, but you could do Epcot on October 1st still. That's still available. And then October 2nd, you could do Magic Kingdom. So there you go. There's your trip planned right <laughs> there for you. It would be the perfect kind of celebration to wrap up one and bring in the new one. Mm. Um, I am a little bummed. My birthday is September 30th. So September 30th, there is nothing. Like, you don't get any nighttime show. <laughs> what a bummer. A bummer. Yeah. You're going to have to do YouTube. Yeah. And you can watch all the parks that had fireworks so you feel like you can on watch. september 30th you're still crying about happily ever after <laughs> that's what you're doing on that day true but you could also go on youtube it would make you feel a little bit better if you could watch them not as good as being there but you know yeah so exciting news this week disney cruise line uh is going to start setting sail again it's first sale for a year and four months it will be on august the 9th and it's going to be the disney dream um, very exciting. However, there are a lot of protocols. I'm going to hit a few of them. If you are one of those lucky people that is going to start sailing on the Disney Dream August 9th on, there are things that are changing. And uh, I watched a little webinar today for our travel agency, and they said that these are the guidelines at this time and that they can change up until the time that you board the boat and they could even change while you're on the boat so just make sure that you're checking that uh the one thing that i really did like and i've not been blessed enough to book a disney cruise for myself or anybody else yet but i like that new app do you guys use that app the disney cruise line app i do not no no so it's the it's the app and it's supposed to keep you on top of everything about you know, they, I mean, that's what they're saying. If you when have, shows are, when dining. Right. And it's, but it, most importantly, it's going to let you know everything about COVID that you're going to need to know before you get there so that you always feel on top of everything that's going on. And, and I appreciate that. So it apparently is going to be just as useful as the one, the apps, my Disney experience that we use in the parks. So any hoot, guests have to have a negative COVID test from five days to 24 hours prior to the cruise. I find this interesting because why five days? I didn't understand that part. Do you guys understand that or am I missing something? No, I thought it was, I mean, it, for everything else, like traveling out of the country, it was three days. So that was kind of like, oh, why is it five instead of right. three? <laughs> so five days to 24 hours prior to the cruise, you have to have a negative test. Then all guests are gonna be required to take a COVID-19 rapid test. It's provided by Disney. However, you're paying for it for anybody that's 12 years or older. It's $65 a test to see about being able to get on. If for some reason that you test positive for COVID, your entire party is not going to be allowed to board the ship. The cruise is departing from Florida through December 31st of this year. Guests 12 years and older have to have a proof of valid travel insurance. You can get it through the cruise ship, which that's what I would recommend you do or you can get it on your own, but you have to have proof of it for the ship. When you get on, you're gonna have all this, you need a notebook of all these things you're gonna have to prove. Well, and I think that's why they, like Disney doesn't wanna be out all that money if all of a yeah. sudden you test positive and then your whole party, like 
that would be Disney saying, okay, well, let me give you all this money back, but I didn't sell that room because I expected you to be mm -hmm. there. So they need travel insurance. They're, they want, they're covering themselves for sure. Yeah, smart. So then guests who are fully vaccinated can choose to provide proof of vaccination and be exempt of that pre-trip and embarkation testing requirements unless they come from the United, outside the United States. So does that, in, that's both the five day test and then the arrival test? Yes. Okay. I qualify. I honestly though, <laughs> I think I would take it just to be safe because I would feel terrible yeah. if I was like a carrier of it. That would be just about my luck. And I would feel terrible if I made somebody sick. This whole, mm. this whole thing right now that we're dealing with makes me worry. What if we have it and we don't know we have it and, and we give it to somebody, you just don't know. I just, there was, um, and I forget which cruise ship she was on, but I just watched a news thing where there was a woman on a ship and she was like halfway through um, the cruise and they were like, oh, we forgot to test you. We're going to test you again. And she tested positive. Oh no. But she got like, then they flew her, like they got a helicopter or something, like they flew her off the ship um, and then had to pay, like, I'm sure, I don't know if she paid for that or if the crews paid for that or who's paying that money. Um, they like shut down her whole floor, it was a big mess. She went back home, she's like, guys, I don't have COVID. You gave me the test before I got on. I got my test before that. I still have antibodies from when I had COVID a while ago. She took three tests when she got back and she didn't have it. It was like a, some sort of false positive. positive. I'm like, oh, and you do. That's, oh, wow. that's crazy. That's stinky. Yeah. So guests that are two and older are required to wear a face covering on the ship at the terminal and um, except in designated areas and situations when you're in inside dining, when you're on the beach, I mean, when you're on the beach, well, yeah, when you're in Castaway Cay and when you're um, in the dining room, you have to wear it. But when you're on, um, I'm trying to think where it is, where the pools are on deck. Thank you. I can't even think of my own words. When you're on deck, you're allowed to not, as long as you kind of keep social distance. They didn't talk about that as much social distancing as I thought they would. Because you're out in the open. So it's right. it's like being outside and not requiring outside. All of the indoor places, you do have to have it on. And I'm sure the ocean breezes um, blow your germs yeah. away behind the boat. <laughs> That's what I hope. That's that salt air. <laughs> yeah. They just blow them on the person behind you. <laughs> yeah. Stand in the front, not towards the back. Certain onboard venues and experiences and other offerings are going to be modified or may be unavailable. Um, there'll be a limited capacity and availability and may be subject to advanced reservations. Like I said, this is a really, was a very long um, slideshow. So I just want to give you like the most important things that you need to know. Anything you want to know above that, like if there will be the child centers will be open or the kids club and all that oceaneers club is that going to be open all that information can be found i would just google disney cruise line and maybe um know before you go and it will give you everything you need to know it's literally pages long so there will be steps to keep you safe if you are one of the lucky people that are going to be on that cruise yeah i'm not ready to cruise yet but Y'all go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting for people who are ready. I I need it to be more normal. Yeah. Before I would spend that kind of coin on a trip. Um, that, I mean, because you spend so much of your time 
like not on deck, but like doing things around the ship. So being having little kids masked that whole yeah. entire time would be hard. You're not ever in your room, just relaxing. And I so. would be, I would be more likely to do it. Both my kids are under 12. If they were vaccinated, I would be more apt to do a cruise, but not right now. Yeah, not yet, but it's, it is exciting that it's coming back. Yeah, I'm very super exciting. excited for that. So in Animal Kingdom, some, something's kind of different, kind of weird happened um, on the dinosaur ride. We all know that Disney is famous for making you exit a ride in a gift shop. Of course. They just, it's their way to go. Well, mm -hmm. guests exited the ride and they couldn't find merchandise that was created specifically for the dino ride, which is, that's normally all, I mean, it's a ton of merchandise. It was all gone. There was nothing really in there. It appeared that all of the Dinoland merchandise had been removed from Dinoland USA. That merchandise has been replaced with just normal Disney merchandise. Nothing special. It doesn't have any sort of stamp that says Disney's dinosaur. It doesn't have a Disney dinosaur logo. Nothing. It's just normal stuff. Um, even Chester and Hester's treasures in Dinoland were missing in this merchandise. Guests, of course, were curious about this and asked cast members... If, and the cast members just said, oh, yeah, it's sold out. Hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, it's sold out, like, everything, just right now, every <laughs> single thing sold out. That just seems a little bit fishy. What are you guys thinking? I don't know. Maybe Disney's suffering from the same problem that everywhere else I try to buy anything is, which is it's out of stock or on back order. <laughs> Could um, be. I, I don't know, just brainstorming here but I don't uh, Dino Land is my least favorite part of any park on Disney property I, I like the dinosaur ride but the rest of it feels like a county fair to me and I just don't care for it <laughs> so if there's not merchandise there it's not breaking my heart <laughs> I just I think it's really sketchy yeah so my mind was saying like thinking through the ride, is there anything that would fall under the inclusion key that they've been hitting so hard at Disney World where they're getting rid of things? Because I could have spent probably the whole episode talking about all the things that are being removed in different areas of the parks that have to do with inclusion. Some of them I don't understand. And you know, I guess I need to, to research it so that I do understand why some of the things are being taken but that's what I the first thing that my mind said was is there something with that ride that would cause somebody to feel not included I can't think of a single thing usually it's one thing or two things but not an entire store worth of merchandise because they they kept the little plastic dinosaurs they're not of course they don't say Disney dinosaur on them or whatever um, cause they can still sell those to people, but to completely wipe out that whole ride's theming is kind of weird to me. I would totally be okay if they rethemed that area. Yes. I'm with you, Sarah. It doesn't, <laughs> it is the area that feels the least amount of Disney. Yes. Like when Disney does something, they do it over the top and it's so well done. And it does, like you go in that area and you're like, I mean... My kids loved it because I've got huge dinosaur fans, but it, it didn't impress me mm -mm. at all. 
So mm-hmm. they could they could do more either with the dinosaurs or with something else. It doesn't matter to me. We should help them reimagine. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Disney, did you hear that? <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yes, I said it again. <laughs> so this past Saturday, I'm very excited about this, by the way. <laughs> July 24th, Disneyland premiered the very, very long-awaited <laughs> live-action movie, The Jungle Cruise. I feel like I've been hearing about this movie for a very long time, years it's and two years. years. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. long. Um, so the actual ride, The Jungle Cruise, was closed from 4.30 to 7, and fireworks were canceled. And all your favorite actors and actresses and their not-so-famous families were there along with Disney Media to preview the movie together. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt gave a welcome to everyone before the movie started and afterwards guests were able to ride the Jungle Cruise and a few other rides in the park. And of course they gave them some food and um, drinks and a few movie themed items like the hat that The Rock wears in the movie which is pretty cool. And now it's available to all guests. And I think everyone, you know, if you if you like the movie, I think it's like a little, um, I don't know what style hat you call it. I just call it a captain's hat. <laughs> a captain's hat? Okay. Is that, yeah, that is what it is. I was just thinking because I just watched the preview when I was watching some Olympics. Um, but it's really cute and I think some kids would really enjoy wearing it. And it even has um, Mickey ears on it, which is really cool. So you can find it in some of the stores. And as of right now, we haven't found it on um, Shop Disney, but you never know. Keep checking and you might find it there. But this is so exciting. I really want to see this movie. (laughs) No, we want to see it too. The cool thing was that Rock the Rock suggested that they put Mickey ears on it because I think they were just going to sell it the way it was. And that's what they gave away. Um, I watched a YouTube video on it. That's what they gave away to the people that came to watch the movie. But um, then later this weekend, I saw an article that said that Dwayne The Rock Johnson suggested that they put the Mickey ears on top of it, that it might sell better. Mm. That's neat. How much of a heads up did other guests have that they weren't going to be able to ride Jungle Cruise that evening and that fireworks were going to be canceled? Because this is like my first thought was like, oh, my gosh what a cool thing and they get to all ride jungle cruise because the you know the movie and what an awesome idea but oh you just impacted some people's trips so they might not think it's as cool i guess it depends on how far in advance it was you know on the calendar and right i mean i don't know you don't see really that a ride is closed in advance i wouldn't think I wasn't on the Disneyland site, so I don't know if it was on there prior. I didn't know anything about it until Wednesday. This is why it's so important to read the know before you go. (laughs) That's exactly right. And I just told some clients, make sure you check park hours before you go into the park. (laughs) You never know. Constantly. Yes. Yeah, since the pandemic, the hours have been all over the place. So there's no guarantees. So on Sunday, July 25th, wah, 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 the Skyliner gondolas had another pileup. Um, this time, the Skyliners were departing from the Caribbean Beach hub and headed toward 
pop century. Uh, the pileup appeared to be five to six gondolas and the cast members worked super quickly to get it up and it was running within a very short time. So to me, I couldn't find any more information, which means to me, there must not have been any damage to the gondolas themselves or they would have had to stop them. And that nobody must have been injured because there was no report of that on any of the media sites that we use. And I looked at four or five and I didn't see anything either on YouTube. So that's a good thing. Um, but the sad thing is, I think that it's becoming so common that the cast members are able to do it, fix it so quickly and get it back moving again. That's what I want to know. How many, how many times has this happened now? Five, I think five that we know about for sure. Okay. It could have happened a lot before they ever opened it. We don't know why they were testing it out, but it just makes me feel like somebody's like, saying, oh, we need to, we're getting behind. We need to ramp this up. And then something happens. I don't know if that <laughs> happens or not, but that's what it feels like to me. Because sometimes I feel like you go faster than others when you're on the Skyliner. And I know sometimes it's because of trading in the cars to put the handicap um, disability, or, you know, the disability ones in or whatever. But I don't know. It's crazy to me. But yeah, Brad was like, uh-oh, because he got it right away before I did on my phone. There's another crash, but it was minor, thank goodness. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, it sounds like maybe they just kind of got bumped up against each other or something, and maybe they had to spread them out again or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it looked like bumper cars. <laughs> bumper gondolas. It's a at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. They're just testing it out. Not when you're hanging over the water. <laughs> what if you could control it with a little joystick like you do, um, <laughs> what is it, the, like Dumbo or the carpets? And you could go up, but down, all of, yeah. Well, maybe not up and down, but like forward or break. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> I can imagine kids just like, Mer. yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> Count me out, please. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So the Storytellers Cafe in Gran Californian reopened in May with a non-buffet dinner. And then this week, this is huge because you know I love the character meals, the character breakfast buffet reopened to Disneyland guests. Um, this QR code thing, I still don't quite understand. Guests get a QR code when they're seated so they can see what foods are gonna be available on the buffet to kind of give you an idea of what they want. Uh, that's a step because it's, a, it's still a buffet. Like that's a step that I would just skip. I don't know why Maybe I need to see trying... what it's gonna be to discourage people from, they like they want you to get up there and get what you want quickly instead of perusing. I don't know, that's the my only thought there. The other thing that I was thinking is people with children, rather than your kids going up there, you could show your kids what their choices are and go get them for themselves because, and I know it's not you guys, but there are people that don't watch their kids when they're getting their food and they're mm -hmm. licking their hands and putting it on the thing. You know how school lunches are, Stephanie. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can't figure out those little tong things and they're like, I'm just going to reach and grab that muffin with my hands. Yes. And so that was my thought process of why they were doing it. But I don't know for sure. And then the kids are like, oh, that one has more chocolate chips. Now I'm putting it back oh, and no. I'm putting the more, the more chocolate chips. It exactly. happens, guys. It happens. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Maybe that, that could be a reason they were doing that. I was just like, why? Why would I look at it if I'm going to go up? I thought originally, okay, so they're giving you the QR code for the buffet food. And then your server is going to be like, I'll go get a plate for you. 
which things do you want to start oh, with? So there's oh, less people. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is extra steps to get to this buffet status. But no, Disney just went ahead and said, let's open up the buffet. And so the actual buffet is back. Social distancing is gone. Remember that, guys. At Disney, it's kind of non-existent anymore. There's no markers on the floor telling you six feet apart. You go up, you grab your own plate, you head to the buffet. Um, the buffet has eggs, bacon, sausage, a variety of danishes. Yum. It's got muffins, potatoes, those lovely Mickey waffles that we all enjoy. Um, pancakes, French toast, and a lot more. Breakfast is $49 for adults and $29 for children, plus tax and gratuity. And if that sounds like a lot to you, um, I'm super cheap. You all know that. This has been <laughs> this has been something that has come up before. I am a penny pincher. I do not think this is too expensive because while you're eating, you've got Mickey, Minnie, Chip, Dale, and Pluto who visit you in a socially distanced manner. So you've got the character interaction. You've got an all-you-can-eat food. It is... It's back. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know this Yay. probably kind of makes some people a little bit nervous with a buffet, but so you might want to go to a sit down character meal. But if you like buffets, this one's back. We'll see how it does or if it's going to get shut down and turn back into a plated meal. Who yeah, I, I find it interesting that they've opened this back up with everyone just like grabbing the tongs or the spoons to unless they have staff there to say i would like something and then they put it on your plate i okay. looked because that's what i thought because that's what they do like a golden corral and stuff here mm -hmm. they you tell them what you want and they put it on your plate but that's that was I not know, the situation i know that's what they well right now at my kids elementary school everyone still gets a bag they just pass out a bag that has all the food in it but um even before that i think before pandemic the kids would go through the line and it would all be put on the tray. Nobody was grabbing anything. But wow, bold Disney, bold move. I just don't understand if they can do that in California and the people are getting up and down to go to the buffet, why can they not bring Mickey, Pluto, Stitch, and Lilo back to Ohana? Good question. Good question, Vicky. Maybe they're hiring, they need to hire them. Maybe. It also is like... <laughs> So everybody else, like social distancing is gone, except for character interactions. We can't get you too close to characters that have big giant masks on. <laughs> like, like they, they have a mask with a mask. their own bubble, right? But we can't get you close to them because that's not safe. But you can go and touch the same serving spoon as everybody else, and then go back and eat immediately after. I guess that's protecting employees versus the protection of guests, maybe. I don't know. Do they just value those employees more than everybody else? Because, I mean, all of the other employees who, like, they have to deal with no social distancing. You know, people who are working, working rides and checking to make sure you're strapped in. People who are um, cleaning the parks and serving you. Like, they're all super close. I guess the only thing I would say is that when you, in the past, in a non-socially distanced manner, those characters were the ones that would hug a kid, hold your child's hand, you know, get pretty personal with you in some cases, especially with kids. And that's probably not, I mean, I know it's not happening now, but maybe that's what they have in mind that they don't want to happen. I don't know. 
I just, I guess my head goes to their more, I get it with like princesses because they, yeah. that's their real hand that yeah. they might accidentally touch their face with. Um, and, but like a masked character is in a full suit. There is no way that their hand that the kid just held is going to touch any part of their face at all. Um, like my neighbor's Redbird. And so he's been, I mean, he's constantly going and around kids. Like he's not socially distanced at all. And he's been totally fine. Like no, at all of the Cardinals games, he's interacting with them and he hasn't come down with anything. Um, so they feel safe enough that he can do it. So I just wonder why Disney's holding back on Mickey. Let us see Mickey. Let us give him a hug if we want to. <laughs> it's really the kid who's possibly more at risk from getting germs from a different kid than it is the character. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe they don't want, you know, little Billy Joe to go hug Mickey and then little Susie to go hug Mickey and Billy Joe's got the Rona and then little <laughs> Susie goes and I don't know. But they just touch the same utensil. Like they just, uh, <laughs> if that's bad, then why is like, why is this one little thing? I give up. I give up. I'm no, trying right? to play devil's advocate and I give up. Uh, Rowing in the towel. I love how you call it the Rona. The Rona. Uh, they like little Billy Joe. And Susie. <laughs> yeah, they're little hellions. Oh, those kids. Those kids. <laughs> All right. So, like I said before, maybe they need to find someone to work as Mickey Mouse. Maybe not. We'll see. But if you've ever wanted to work for Disney, now's your chance. They are still hiring for culinary positions, quick service restaurants, mousekeeping, and custodial so we talked about this earlier this month and they're offering a $1,000 signing bonus for full and part-time mousekeeping positions and for some of the culinary positions, but only after you've worked there for 90 days. So if you're looking for work and you love Disney, this might be a great opportunity for you, but you need to apply by Saturday, July 31st, and it is an electronic application. So just like the rest of the world, Disney has put out a help wanted sign. Um, they're looking for people to join their team. It is really sad. I, how many people don't want to work since the pandemic? I don't think I realized that until I heard somebody complaining about it at physical therapy, that his business, he can't take on any more business because he can't find employees to work for him. The shift that has happened is quite drastic since COVID has happened. Um, cultural, economical, all of that. And I'm very interested to see what sticks and what goes back to normal. Because I mean, we talked about this before we started recording this podcast, but, you know, things are ramping up again and it's kind of scary. So, you know, what, what's going to happen next? Who knows? But you can get a job at Disney. Yeah, that $1,000 signing bonus that you get after 90 days, it is pretty tempting. Yes. I don't think you were on that show when we, were you on the show when we did it that night, Sarah, when we talked about it before? I think so. Margie was going to leave her family. Yeah, <laughs> See you later, Andrew. I'll be back in about three and a half months after I get my signing bonus. <laughs> Good luck with the kids. 
Oh and the initial pay was good too. I think it was like $16 an hour or something. Yeah. Yes. Like, sign me up. I don't know. Last week, though, we had heard the rumor that shows were returning to Disney World, and sometimes our rumors are true, and they were true. Um, there are some shows that are going to be returning, and we thought we would give you those this week. Hollywood Studios, The Wonderful World of Animation, which I had never seen yet. It's um, played on Grauman's Chinese Theater, which is now Mickey's Runaway Railway. Did you see that when you were in January? Yes, you did. It runs because we did the um, Star Wars dessert party. Uh-huh. And it goes right before the Star Wars stuff. Oh, okay. So we were sitting there right in front. It's pretty cool. I like it. Well, it will be on the Grauman Chinese Theater on Sunday for the very first time, August 1st. Also at Hollywood Studios, Beauty and the Beast will be back on August the 15th, which I'm very excited about. I know I've seen that show a million times, but I don't know. You just never get tired of seeing it, or I don't. The Hall of Presidents over at the Magic Kingdom is going to be op- reopening in August. They haven't given us a date yet, and they will be revealing our newest president animatronic, which is President Biden. The Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at the Magic Kingdom, yay, is going to reopen on August 8th. I'm super excited. I know that's crazy, but I love going there because there's only been one time that we went that Brad was not chose to do something, was not part of the show. <laughs> And I just love it because it's never the same show. Some of the things are similar, but the jokes are different because they get them from the crowd. And last but not least, the thing that we found out about was Turtle Talk with Crush. Again, I love this. If you have small children, it's awesome. I go, even though I don't have small children, but it's at Epcot Seas Pavilion and it's gonna reopen on August 21st. I love Turtle Talk. I I can't wait for that to reopen. We were so bummed when it wasn't there, right? And then the kids walk around the rest of the day saying that. Well, I love that, um, and you probably guys both heard it too. It like this one day, the little little boy he was trying to call on had on a red hat, and he goes, "Little dude with the red shell on his head." It was so cute, Aww. and then the little boy knew it was him, and he's like, "I have a red hat!" Like he knew it was him. He was calling on it. it was so cute. Aww. I hope the the dessert parties come back soon because. I mean, I enjoy them, and I feel like they're not terribly priced for what you get in terms of food and reserved seating for everything. And with the reserved seating, you are, you know, there's less people. So I don't have to be shoulder to shoulder with someone to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks. With COVID, it's like the perfect thing to bring back because Mm -hmm. people would now pay to have a little distance from somebody. (laughs) Like, even if you don't care about dessert, you get get your shoulder room and you still get to see your show. Exactly. So it would be a good idea, Disney. (laughs) You can make some more money. (laughs) Right. And you know you love money. We know you love money, too. (laughs) So we told you about Main Street Confectionery on um, Main Street USA and Magic Kingdom and how it was getting a refurbishment for the 50th celebration. Well, it's been closed since March and Disney keeps extending that closure window. It was supposed to be back on September 9th, which kind of seemed, I mean, it's a decently long refurbishment. But if you check the website, it now says it's going to reopen October 1st. No, it'd still be on refurbishment on October 1st. Oh, it's not even opening October 1st? I read that not as according, it was going to open. Not oh. as according to the website. It'll still be under refurbishment. Oh, no, 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 no. 
I thought we were just wondering if it was going to get extended again. So it's not even scheduled to be open for the 50th at the moment. Do you think they're going to bust their tail ends and try and get it open before then? Because that would be really sad to have it. I mean, that's like a... It's when you enter the park. Yeah. Mm. It's on Main Street. <laughs> I just feel like that would be so wrong. It would be wrong, but I mean, I know Disney is a behemoth of a company, but it's hard like to build things now. The materials and resources are, it's hard to get your hands on stuff. So I wonder if it's just affecting construction. I bet you're right. True. I don't know what they're doing because they, that is one thing. Sometimes they show renderings of stuff, but then sometimes they don't. And I kind of in my mind was trying to picture what are they doing in there that they needed to refurbish that so much? Who knows? I don't know. I just need to work for Disney. <laughs> know all of the inside scoop. That's right. So Disney Studios 60th film Encanto is scheduled to be released on November 24th. 2021 which if you don't know it's the wednesday before thanksgiving it doesn't look like right now that this is going to be part of disney's premiere access on disney plus um which i've definitely gotten used to that um because it's cheaper for my family than going to the movie theater um i caught the uh trailer today i you know just looked it up on youtube but if you want to take a look you can find it there um just google it Byron Howard and Jared Bush did this one and they directed Zootopia and you know um, it looks really beautiful so if anything I'm excited about that and also Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton fame and Mary Poppins Returns wrote the songs for the movie so the soundtrack should be lots of fun I I don't know I this it was beautiful, like I said. I don't know if the story seems that enticing to me, but I mean, I'll definitely watch this. I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, but I'll definitely watch it at some point. I was, uh, I watched the trailer as well. And before I knew who directed it, I would have bet money it was the people that did Coco because the colors were so bright and um, just popping out of the screen at you almost on mm -hmm. that trailer. But I was wrong but pleasantly surprised to find out Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote songs for it. So what do you think about the trailer, Vicky? I'm like Sarah. I, I was a little confused with where <laughs> it was going. So I actually went and watched a YouTube that broke it down for you. And I'm like, this is really complicated. Our kids are supposed to understand this. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a magical place in Colombia, And like Co Coco was like kind of what they did but this is exactly what the, they do in Colombia that goes with this, what they believe with the magical house or something. And I think it might be too deep for some kids. Not that it'll be bad or scary or anything like that. I just mean, I think it's going to be too deep because it went over my head. <laughs> I don't know. May, this, it, this seems kind of like a first release trailer and maybe something more in depth will come out that gives you a little more info, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure they probably will release something different, especially if the feedback that they're getting has a lot of people feeling the Scratching same way. Heads. <laughs> They'll go ahead and redo it because they have people out there who 
give feedback on trailers mm-hmm. to let them know like, no, this one didn't do it. It didn't do it for us. Um, and they, of course, want to get as many people interested as possible. So I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll find a way to make it more exciting. And I remember that's how I felt when I first saw the very first trailer of Coco, but that's one of my favorite movies and I love that movie. And so I'm hoping that, yeah, like what you guys are saying with more releases, I'll get more excited about it. And then when I see it, I'll be like, oh, I was wrong. I'm, I really like this movie. So I'm sure that's what Disney's opening too, so that I will buy the movie or whatever. But like you, Sarah, I was very shocked to find out that it will right now is not being announced as premier access on Disney plus. I thought that this was going to be something that they were going to do regularly now. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to shift back to more, um, movie runs instead of Disney plus. I would love to see that if we were in a different place in our country, but, um, as we've talked about earlier, (laughs) COVID is ramping up and, and it's um, a thousand cases a day are being announced in Florida right now. So Disney may have to rethink that and do Disney premiere access. Who knows what we'll be in Thanksgiving. That's a while away. So thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us this week for our rumors and news episode. And Margie, we hope you're feeling better. Margie was supposed to be with us tonight and she did not get to be. So we'll catch you the next time. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Stephanie, Sarah, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show where Kaylee and Vicki will be talking with us about the Port Orleans Riverside Resort. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Bye.